Momo and Redmond are the thong slappers. They're two blokes making lots of noise but getting nowhere fast. G'day everyone, it's Simo and thanks very much for joining us. Now, this is number 27 of our Thong Slapper short story series and it's called Conversion Virgin. An interesting story by Redmond Jack Thompson that has to do with buying a car and unconverting it. So, have a listen, see what you reckon. Cheers. Conversion Virgin, written by Redmond. I got a text from a mate giving me a phone number for an unfinished VHLS1 Commodore project in Townsville. So I rang the number and had a yarn with the fella. Like all unfinished projects, the seller used all the normal poetic advertising jargon. We'll run nines with 35 pound boost, in brackets, we'll not run nines. Paint is new, just needs a cut back and clear coat, in brackets, painted with a pineapple. Wiring needs tidy up, in brackets, won't start. I got his address and went round for a look. Old mate shows me a box full of receipts. I've been a mechanic now for 27 years, plus 30 plus years as a street machiner. There are a few terms in the industry that make my skin crawl, such as unfinished projects, in brackets, everything, adapter, in brackets, will not, or conversion, in brackets, abortion. Any of these words make my temper go on standby. Whether it's a 13B rotary into a B model Mac or a HID headlock conversion, I generally damn my good manners to hell when involved with any of them. The painted panel is fairly nice and the entire car is rust free. The interior is really good. In fact, it's one of the best I've seen. Underneath the old Commodore is jammed full of sway bars and powder coated suspension geometry. Late model discs and caliper package, but unfortunately it has a filthy Ford diff in it. I'd rather walk and hum a V8 noise than put a Ford part in one of my lions. The LS conversion is terrible. The wiring looks like Bombay spec, and when he finally gets it to fire up, it sounds as rough as Hessian undies. It shuts it off and tells me the ECM is set up for E85, therefore it's running rough on pump fuel. Personally, I think it sounds like it's running on liquid paper tune and I'm amazed it actually starts. The extractors are leaking at the cylinder heads and the thermo fans have been thrown in the boot. The entire fuel system looks like a Salvador Dali painting. As I poke around I see the engine has a leaking sump gasket and strip bolts in the timing case. The starter motor has been notched with a grinder rather than relocated. I come to the conclusion that whoever built the car did not do the LS1 conversion as the car was fairly well built. The LS1 fitment was not handled well. My mind slowly ticks over and I invent my own word, reconversion. I mean, get rid of the LS1. I could buy the car as is, chuck the LS1 out and put a 308 back in it. My brother Robert and Bull have got a fairly warm 308, almost built. They do all of our engine work, as I'm well past the stage of torque wrench and micrometer work. The LS1 to 308 conversion has immense appeal, like the fuel system is a half inch hose from the fuel tank to the engine bay, then a 14 pound L34 mechanical fuel pump. Done. The wiring should take me two hours, with 25 minutes of that, ripping the old EFI harness out and throwing it in the shithouse. The tune is easy to sort out on a 308. The only laptop in my shed is the one I get when I sit down for pizza. The engine mounts, training mounts, radiator hoses and sundry are plentiful and cheap. I hate noisy thermo fans, so I could chuck that to the shithouse and put a crank fan and the OME radiator back in it. 350 odd flywheel horsepower is my aim after all. Brocky won Bathurst with 380 horsepower 308. So I give Rob a ring and he agrees it sounds like a good plan. So I give the fella my offer. Now we just have to wait and see. I think we would be pioneers, be one of the first guys to do a LS1 to 308 conversion on an early Commodore. Bull and I are yarning. We have a bench race and want to do streetcar conversions, deconversions, reconversions. We come up with a HR interior into a club sport. Then, maybe a triple Weber fed 208 stroker holding red in an early skyline with a slim dusty airbrush on the bonnet. The end.
It's interesting food for thought, isn't it? And maybe not as crazy as it sounds. Anyway, we hope you've enjoyed this and we look forward to speaking to you in our episode 33 of our regular podcast where we review 1987 June issue of Street Machine Magazine. Catch you then. See ya. See ya.